Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So it's games, movies, and TV. Something from the week, and well, anything else that comes up, really. If you're checking us out on YouTube, wonderful. It's fantastic, especially if you're a subscriber. If you're listening to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or anywhere, in fact, do also subscribe, because it means the world to us. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. I gotta get this out on Front Street, ladies and gents. I am tired. I'm in week two of phase two of this uh, this workout running plan that uh, my brother-in-law has put together. And I've got that whole sort of, I love it, um, but I do wonder if it might be killing me kind of thing going on. Um, I'm so tired. Uh, I'm looking forward to the fact that tomorrow is a 30 minute run. Um, Because in comparison to some of the other stuff I've been doing recently, that's like absolute bliss. Mm. I'm drinking a Pine Trail IPA. Feel like I should have probably looked at what made it Pine Trail. Uh, but from the fantastic people at the uh, Big Drop Brewery, uh, I'm drinking it in my. Uh, cup that keeps things super cold. Honestly, if if you're a, a beer drinker, or in fact a coffee drinker, because it works for both, uh, you got to get yourself one of these. Uh, they're like a metal cup, they're like a vacuum type cup. Um, it makes beer taste better because it keeps it super cold for a really long time as well. Um, must confess haven't actually tried it for coffee yet um weird thing about that is that i don't like my coffee to be super hot so although it can keep it hot for me that's probably not the ideal situation so there we go right let's have a look and see what we've got going on this week i feel feel good about this week because I think we've got a mixture of everything. Ah, no VR. Uh, I should probably, let, let's cover that off first. I'm really, I'm really down on VR. 
Um, because I have only these really small windows that I could possibly actually play it, to have these like horrific connection issues that I've spoken about, and then to have then spent money to try and solve the problem, which, as we know, for long-time listeners, um, hasn't done, hasn't worked. Um, and I just like I keep thinking, oh, I'll put I'll put the VR on, um, but just the the thought of it not working properly and um, wasting time. Time is very precious these days. Um, and I, I, I'm very much in the camp of I want to enjoy what time I've got. Oh, that is delightful. Uh, so yeah, no VR. Other than that, plenty of other things to cover. First thing to, uh, to cover is I've I've been I've been in a funk, ladies and jelly spoons. Um, I like all that stuff that I've just said about the VR. Um, I just can't be bothered with anything. My evenings go like this. I sit on the sofa and I'm like, right, uh, I'm going to put something, I'm going to put a game on, I'm going to play a game. Um, but largely with the fact that I'm so completely disillusioned with the games market as it is, nothing is all that appealing to me. So I end up just sitting there and watching stuff, stuff that we'll cover through. Um, but, and here's where the funk aspect comes in. I, I get quite depressed with it because I'm just a bit like, oh, here I am sitting on the sofa, oh, don't want to play a game, don't really want to watch anything, but I'm going to watch this. Just this kind of, just, I'm just in a funk. Um... I, I thought I, I've been thinking about what it what it is, what it was, what it what it could be. Uh, I unpacked all of the various things, all of the various elements, um, and I, I I promise I will try and hold it together because it's quite upsetting for me personally. It's quite upsetting. Um, I'm in this thing at the moment where. Uh, it'll, it'll sound not bad, but it'll just sound like, oh, geez. But I really miss my children. Um, it's this... Like, I've got this sort of really good connection with each of my children at the moment. Um, and... You know that thing where you miss people when you're with them because you know that you're not going to be with them at some point. Uh, my youngest is all over the shop over the course of a week. Um, 
she goes to see various people, she goes to various places, a lot of it means that she's out of the house and a lot of it means that I don't see her. Um, she spent a lot of time going through the terrible twos, um, but as, as sort of seemingly, I, I don't want to say it, but um, how, how do I say it? Things are slightly better, let's, let's go with that and leave it there. Um, and, and what's happened there is that she's come out the other side of it. Um, and I just keep saying it all the time, like, oh, you know, she's just super cute. Um, and she's at this, she's at this great age. She reminds me a lot of my eldest, um, just reaching this age where they can, you know, properly communicate and they can tell you what they want and what they want to do, you know, most of the time and stuff. Um, they actually want to spend time with you. Um, sometimes uh, at the expense of the other parent, which, although that's not nice for the other parent, is you know, it's it's nice for you, it's comforting for you, at least, it's, you know, good, it's nice to know that you're wanted sort of thing. Um, and then, she's not there. Um... My, my middle daughter has uh, just dived head first into the whole um, engaging with the dog. Um, and it's great because she was afraid of dogs. She was scared of dogs. And to see her and this dog together, you'd think that they were, you know, I refer to them as being best of friends. Much to my eldest's. Uh, not disapproval, but she would want to be the best friend. Um, and I love the way that she's just dived headfirst into that. Um, but I don't see her, and I don't, I don't spend spend enough time with her. And me and my eldest, we just we just have this bond, this this. Um, this amazing bond and you know when when we do stuff together when it's me and her and we do stuff together and we get that time we're just we're just I don't know like on the same I was gonna say on the same level which you know I suppose that's right in a lot of ways um, and then yeah I just have these 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 points in time where I'm just alone this isn't it's it's believe me it's not a woe is me it's just trying to explain what's going on with me at the moment um i don't want to play computer games because well i don't want to watch stuff and i don't want to but then i don't want to just be sat there and I'm back to spending far too much time on my phone. And I'm, I'm not reading anywhere near the amount I was or should be. And, you know, like I was like saying, you know, I'm very tired, which has, you know, that has an added effect to it. I was saying today that, you know, my, my day starts at four o'clock in the morning because I wake up and I'm like, right, who, need, who needs what? 
Is the dog awake? Is the child awake? Am I awake? Why am I awake? Do I need a toilet? What's going on? And then from there to six, to six o'clock, it's just every, you know, five, ten, if I'm lucky, twenty, thirty minutes. Just waking up, just waking up, just waking up. And then six o'clock rolls around and the dog decides probably time to get up then. Although it's not, because by the time I get downstairs, he just settles down and goes back to sleep. So I, cheers for that. And then comes seven o'clock, it is go time. It is feed the dogs, sort the dog out, make sure he's, you know, done all that, done everything he needs to do and had everything he needs to have, and then it's out the door. Four miles running. You know, and it's just I know being tired adds to these things, but it's just a diff it's just a difficult time. It's just a difficult time at the moment. Um But hey, let's see if there's something more fun on the list. <laughs> so the next thing on the list is things to be excited about. So literally a complete, you know, a complete contrast of, of things. Um, I believe it's important to have stuff to look forward to. Um, in the last couple of weeks, uh, I've seen people posting stuff on Facebook that makes me... I go through a range of emotions, angry... And then I just I just end up being sad. So people have been posting stuff on Facebook about Christmas. Um, and at that point in time, it was June. And I just, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, why do you have to do this? It's the same every year. Why do we have to go through the horse shit about it being Christmas in six months' time? And all of this. And then I just end up feeling sorry for those people. I just end up feeling sad for those people because the realisation of that may be all you've got to look forward to. So for me, I got a right week of it this week. Uh, I'm doing a I'm doing a road trip with my oldest friend. Um, <clears throat> something that we we generally like to do um, every now and then. Uh, obviously, when you've got uh, pandemics to deal with, it's a lot harder. Um, although I'm pretty sure we did fit one in uh, at a point that you were allowed out of the house. Um, so I've got a road trip for coffee and donuts. It's only going to take us about four hours. Um, but... The point, well, being last time was that that road trip for coffee and donuts was actually an opportunity to catch up, shoot the shit. And by the end of it, I was like, Do you know something? The coffee and the donuts are nice, but they're a byproduct of the actual reason that we do it, which is to catch up. And here's the thing we talk every day every day and probably have done pretty much on and off for 
30 something years. So, you know, that's a couple of days away. Um, I'm playing golf. I'm having my yearly round of golf uh, on Friday. And if anybody can remember why I play golf once a year, they'll know what uh, what what's going on this week. Um, weekend, um, all old girls, and we've got um, some birthday celebrations going on. Leanne's mum's birthday, Leanne's cousin's daughter's birthday. Um, so yeah, you got all that to do. And I, I realised that I was like, I love having stuff to look forward to. And I think that's probably a bit of a dumb thing to say. So I can't imagine like, anybody's like, oh, you're having stuff to look forward to. But I feel like that's kind of part of life. So like my, my intention is on... I don't know what day I'm going to be able to do it, to be fair. I was going to say I'd do Friday, but no, Scott. Um, might have to do Wednesday this week, Wednesday next week. Or I'm going to go and um, I'm going to go and book a tattoo, um, knowing full well that I absolutely won't get in to see uh, the tattooist for six months, seven months sort of area. Um, but then immediately. You've got that thing to look forward to that's way off down the line. And it's just, I, I just think it's really important. It's like a key part of life to have those things that, you know, you put out your mind for a little while and then when you remember them, you get those tiny little butterflies. And you're like, ooh, something to, something to look forward to. Um... So yeah, moral of the story kids, have stuff in your life to look forward to. Oh man, I had an incident. Now, unlike the majority of incidents in my life, this was probably quite a positive one. So I'm out on a run, Saturday morning. Um, <clears throat> last week's runs were getting were getting up there, you know. We're hitting a lot of four milers. <clears throat> um, not overly fun, but uh, it is what it is. Went out on Saturday, six o'clock in the morning. Right, let's get this four miles knocked out before uh, before the rest of the world wakes up, basically. And it was awful. It was horrible. I hated every step of it. The weather was muggy. I was wearing a jacket that's just too heavy and too thick. And it, it's not very breathable. And it's just like, oh, why? All for the sake of carrying my phone. And like I say... I just didn't have it. I just didn't have it in me. But uh, I never stopped. Every step was uh, some form of 
I guess running. Let's, let's leave it at that. So I'm coming up the last, um, it's like the last straight towards home. And like I say, I started at six. It's an hour's run. So we're looking, you know, 10 to seven, maybe a bit later, seven o'clock maybe, depending how close to six I actually did set off. Um, and on the other side of the road, bearing in mind, it's Saturday morning, it's seven o'clock, not a lot of traffic. On the other side of the road, coming straight towards me, is a car. Driver's side window down. And as it gets closer, it slows down and slows down and slows down. And I'm like, what is this? I was hating every minute of my existence, you have to understand, at this point in time. It's like, what is this going to be? You, you're honestly going to ask me for directions at this point in time. Guess what? I don't know. How about that? Maybe you've decided that at 7 o'clock in the morning, when you see a fat man running down the road, is the time to hurl abuse. Understandable. So as I come parallel with the car, there's a guy in the car and he's kind of like half waving at me, like basically just trying to get my attention. I'm like, oh God. So I pull an earphone out. And the guy starts talking to me and he said this. I just want to say, I see you out here every morning running and you are an inspiration and I just wanted to tell you I see you every day and what you're doing is great and I was like oh oh okay thank you and he called again kind of half waved and he drove off and I carried on running and I'll tell you this much I, I either had something in my eye or it was the hay fever because uh, the the last stretch run home was a little difficult uh, because I had a very watery eye and it was a bit yeah, it, it was a little bit of a running joke um, <clears throat> for my fellow runners um, I was like oh how was your run today oh yeah it was good did anybody call you an inspiration <clears throat> obviously a very kind gesture and it can be looked at a multitude of different ways one of them could be <clears throat> what he was saying was you are going to die of a heart attack any day now because you're really fat and you're running so the fact that you keep doing it day in day out that's an inspiration or what he could have been saying is i can see that you're uh, you're a big guy and I can see that you're struggling. But I also see you out here every day. And that in itself is an inspiration. However it was actually meant. Obviously a very nice thing for somebody to take the time out of their day to stop and say. Um, you know, one of the nicer things that, that a stranger has said to me. Um, touched me. Uh, he didn't, no, um, it touched me. 
Um, and that was that. Couple of things off the back of it. One, recently I've realised I cannot take a compliment. Just at all. I can't take a compliment. I think there's something wrong with me. I think it's to do with like never having experienced compliments growing up. I think, you know, taking just a massive amount of verbal abuse for the majority of my growing up means that when somebody gives me a compliment, I don't know what to do with it. So I'm at a bit of a loss because I, 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 I just haven't experienced it. So it could be that. But yeah, I've had this realisation recently that I really can't take a compliment. Obviously, you know, an inspiration is quite a big thing. It's quite a bold statement. Um, I don't know whether the guy in question really thought that I'd be sitting here, you know, three days later talking about it to you guys. Or he maybe thought it was a bit of a throwaway comment. And as you can see, definitely not something that I've spent a lot of time analysing. Here's a thing. I... Let me start again. We had people round on Saturday. Big shout out to uh, Sky and Harriet. Um, and a lovely time was had by all. Here's something. I have this... Misconception. I was going to say I have a conception. But I have a misconception about board games. Now I think... The board game should have like a revamp. They should be renamed for a start. Because I understand the board aspect of it is most of them come with a board and you put pieces on the board. But also it, it shares that kind of board. Like, oh, you're bored, are you? You're playing a board game. Massively underrated. I know a lot of people talk about like, oh, you know, games night and their family games night and having friends around for games night and all this. So we're talking about what we're going to do. Um, I've thrown out the suggestion of like various films we could watch, but uh, it also came up that we could play some games. Um, and we played a game, it was called Five Second Rule. Principle is fairly simple. Uh, a thing is read out. Name three. Uh, name three famous Michaels. You have five seconds to do that. If you can't do it, the next person has to do it. If they can't do it, the next person has to do it. You can't use anything that's previously been used, so on and so forth. And you move round a board. It was hilarious. Now I've had I've had a fair few good nights with um, Cards Against Humanity um, and things like playing poker and stuff like that, but I really do feel that the board game should have a 
I was going to say insurgent, but I don't, I don't think that's the right word. A... Oh, I can't think of the word. It should Board games should be revamped. I remember when I was a child, board games were like... To me, everybody got a board game at Christmas. Um, and sometimes you even asked for... Oh, I really want... I remember wanting Nightmare, the video board game. Um, and I loved it. Um, so, yes, yeah, sometimes you actually requested board games. And I think as, you know, computer games and TV and streaming services and all of that has come in more, the board game has been, you know, ever so slightly forgotten. But a lot of fun. We were howling while playing that game. It was most entertaining. Super stressful, but uh, very entertaining. Speaking of entertaining, a um, couple of TV type things. Finished second series of Breaking Bad. As you guys know, I keep talking about Breaking Bad because um, I watch it uh, various intervals. Leanne's watching it and I'm watching it with her. Um, so it's got that whole Back end of series two really does kick it up a gear. Um, so yeah, started series three this evening, and it's just—I mean, it's just balls to the wall by the time series three kicks off. Um, I've got my sister and brother-in-law watching it as well now. Um, I'm up to series three of Scrubs. This is obviously the point where the show was becoming very successful and we get a lot of um, <clears throat> guest stars start appearing more. Uh, the most surprising one of all has to be the episode that had Ryan Reynolds in. It's like, what? Uh, and I've just started the, the I think it's a, a, a double episode that's got Michael J. Fox in. Um, I've watched two films this week. One is a new film, one is not a new film. The new film is uh, America, the motion picture. It's an animated film from the people that brought you Archer and other such things. Absolute killer voice cast. Uh, I think the main guys like Channing Tatum, Jason Mardukas from uh, League Big Bank, uh, not Big Bank, Big Mouth, and Invincible. Uh, who is the other one? Killer Mike from Run the Jewels does a voice. And a variety of other people. Um, it's supposed to be... It's basically an animated piss take of how um, America was founded. Um, lots of pop culture reference. There's a lot of Star Wars sort of stuff in it. Um, various things like that hugely entertaining uh, it's difficult to recommend it to people because not everybody loves the animation type things um, I tried to recommend um, I actually tried to recommend the other film that I watched to uh, my sister today and she was like I'm out um, anime animation does put people off um, but personally I feel those people are missing out because, uh, you know, animated stuff is fun. Uh, 
Um, super gory, super over the top, loads of pop culture reference, very funny. Um, heartily recommend it. The other film I watched was uh, Alita Battle Angel, which drives me up the wall because it should be Battle Angel Alita. Um, I will have talked about this originally because I saw this at the cinema. Um, I have a feeling that I won't have given it uh, an amazingly glowing review. Uh, whereas, in hindsight, I will have probably judged it um, harshly. I watched it again. It was one of those that I've been really wanting to see it again, which feels like a sign in itself. Um, very enjoyable film. I, I I do still have issues with it. I really don't. I, I really don't see the correlation between um, <clears throat> the the what's going on sort of on the ground and the whole murder ball thing. Um, but it's still entertaining. So you know. Um, in a lot of ways, it's a, a love story. I tried to describe it to my sister as a love story for the ages. Uh, she was still having none of it. So I was a bit like, eh. Um, <clears throat> very enjoyable uh, this time around. I certainly enjoyed it a, mo a lot more this time around. Um, it's available on Disney Plus, of all places. Uh, I really thought I was going to be able to watch it on Sky because um, I, I kept seeing that it was playing live on Sky so I just worked on the principle that it would eventually go on to be able to just watch it whenever you wanted and it never did um, but yeah, popped up on Disney and I was like, I'm having a slice of that so uh, good fun, good times good times was had by all <sighs> saying that I've not been playing games is probably not all that correct when I read you the list of games I've played. Um, I'm playing the single player of Injustice 2 again. I'm playing with the other characters to try and get a different ending. Um, and I'm sure you unlock... You might unlock another character if you finish it with a different ending. Um... Me and my eldest enjoy playing two-player on it. Um, I think since she beat me at it, it's a bit of one of those now that it's like a, a life goal to beat me again. Clearly I was having an off day. Um, because I was in such a funk with games and stuff, I, I was like, maybe I just need like a classic game. So I put Arkham Knight on, played a big chunk of that just in one go. Um, I always struggle to play the beginning of Arkham Knight again. I have to get past a certain point before I really start getting into it. And it doesn't always happen. Sometimes I play the beginning and I'm just like, I can't do this and just leave it. Um, and sometimes I try hard and I push on and I do manage to uh, to get through. 
Um, saying that, I haven't been back to it. And there are reasons for this. One, uh, I reinstalled Wildlands. Oh my god, I bet everybody's sick and tired of me talking about that game. But like I say, I needed like a like a comfort game to get my mojo back. But then something happened. And that thing that happened was they have announced the director's cut and DLC for Ghost of Tsushima. Um, which instantly made me go, ooh, do you know something? I only played that game once. I've talked about this many, many, many times before. Sometimes when you play a game like that's really intense, it's almost like you leave a little part of yourself behind. And it makes it really difficult to go back to games. I'll give you an example. I have attempted to play Skyrim about 10 times since I finished it originally, and I've never been able to do it. It's just, it's something about the game, the person you were when you played it and all of that, that it makes it very difficult to go back. Now I knew that that was going to be a situation with Ghost of Tsushima, so I never even attempted to go back to it. Even though later down the line they announced my favourite thing in games, which is New Game Plus, and there was like a multiplayer thing and all that sort of stuff, and I've never been back to it. Problem being, when they announced the Director's Cut and the DLC, they also said what price it was coming out at. And the price was astronomical. It was basically the price of a new game. I think they want 30 quid for it. <clears throat> I was like, no. But it did make me want to play the game. So I reinstalled the game and I started a new game plus. And that's where it went wrong. Firstly, it told me that uh, the game difficulty is increased to give a bit more of a challenge. I am not all about that. That is not a good thing for me. Secondly, it throws you into the game. It basically tells you at the start, it's like you will start the game uh, the moment it goes to open world. It's like, okay, fine. Started playing it and I couldn't remember anything about how to play it. Since starting it, I've had to look stuff up. I've had to look at like the control map and stuff just to try and find buttons for things. Uh, ended up in like a, a, a fight with a guy and I couldn't beat him. And it was really tough going to start with. Then I remembered that the game itself actually teaches you how to play. So I was like, eh, yeah, there's a point there. Um... Since dealing with this guy and going around the map a bit, there has been a bit more like, oh yeah, you, you do this, and oh yeah, you do that sort of thing. You do start with no supplies, no throwing weapons, no arrows, nothing, which again is a little weird. Um, but I'm building up supplies of things like that. So I've been playing that for the last couple of days. Uh, I have been enjoying it. There's been a couple of things that have already reminded me about some of the stuff that was 
quite tedious towards the back end of my original playthrough. Um, namely things like the fox dens. You'll travel like halfway across the map to find a fox den. So why are you wasting my time? Since then, it would appear they've announced a tiered structure for the price of the director's cut and the DLC. And it might not actually be as expensive as they initially made it out to be. I think if you are doing, uh, if you are buying it outright, I think it's expensive. If you are doing an upgrade, so if you own it on the PS4 and you are upgrading to the director's cut and the DLC, I think it's actually a little bit cheaper. Um, so that has interested me that little bit more. I don't usually do DLC. Um, but for certain games, it is potentially worth it. So there we go. That is that. Uh, that's the week, ladies and gents. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining me. And I'll catch you guys next time. So there we go. What did you think of that? Another one done. Whew. If you are checking us out on YouTube, thank you. And thank you for subscribing. If you know what I mean. SoundCloud, iTunes, or anywhere that you want to listen to us, that's fine. As long as you're subscribing. Do like, share, and comment. It builds the brand. It builds the podcast. It builds the word. Until next time, I want to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye-bye.